of uh, child care across North Dakota, nothing new. We've, in fact, discussed it at length many times uh, over the last decade plus. But, uh, you know, what can be done, what should be done? Uh, there's a lot of varying ideas, I do think, from policymakers on this, and I can assure you of that, and I'll give you uh, a reasoning why I said that a little bit later on. But, you know, I, I think far too often those experts, those that are on the day-to-day, don't get heard enough. And uh, when they get organized and they go out and they actually have conversations with others in the industry, others impacted by it, I think what they bring forward carries a lot more weight because they're living it day to day. And that's exactly what the North Dakota Child Care Action Alliance uh, was up to. It was formed to connect parents, providers, and businesses, and they're trying to figure out long-term solutions to the state's child care crisis. Part of that organization and uh, the work being done was from Zach Packenow. He's the director of outreach and programming at North Dakota Voices Network. We're going to connect with Zach here and see exactly what this opportunity brought forward. Zach, I appreciate you taking time here on a Wednesday. How are you? Hey, Tyler. Thanks for having me. I'm doing great. Very good to hear. Uh, So tell me about this. You guys uh, got together. uh, You had some listening sessions, and uh, you put some pen to paper and rolled out some ideas. I'm curious what those ideas are. Yeah, yeah. So I just want to first acknowledge something that you said just a moment ago that, um, you know, uh, having the experts come into the room and, and talk about these really important issues and the solutions to those issues. Um, you know, we've con- we've been able to connect with um, providers from across the state in rural areas and, you know, the larger cities. And, um, you know, they're not, able, they're not able to be here this afternoon because they are doing the hard work of taking care of the state's children. And so we are stepping in and uh, bringing, bringing, uh, bringing a solution forward to, to this. Um, and with the North Dakota Child Care Action Alliance, uh, like you said, you know, we, uh, parents, providers, businesses, organizations came together uh, and formed into, to look at long-term solutions to the state's child care crisis. Um, and what we did was, over the course of May to September of this year, uh, we wanted to hear from the community. We wanted to hear from parents, from workers, uh, child care workers and child care providers about the issues that they're facing and, and wanted to hear what those solutions were that they, that they were thinking of. And so during, uh, from May to September, we hosted those six listening sessions really to hear and to understand um, how the child care crisis has impacted the state's families, the state's child care workers and providers and local businesses. Um, what we found um, in the in the in the listening sessions was a, a unique consensus, and that's that uh, childcare workers are essential to our economy, and they deserve they deserve respect and pay, and fair pay. And we know that those costs cannot be passed on to families. You, you know, I think uh, that's a great place to start because here's how you know that they are in fact essential to the economy and the workforce because that's the reason why finally after all these years it seems that like this administration. Uh, is picking up the mantle, saying, "Look, we got to do something here. You know, mm-hmm. we can find workers." Well, this has been pointed to by businesses. It's been pointed to by families for a long time, saying, "I've I've been put in a position that I either have to raise my child in a way that I cannot work, or I'm going to forego having a child because I I am going to continue on a career path." It doesn't have to be an either or. Is that, right. So I think that just adds so much weight to what they uh, they're saying of themselves. Look, we're essential here. Treat us as such. right, right. And then, and you're and you're so right. And you know we can all agree right now that there is no higher priority in North Dakota than fixing the child care crisis. You know the our our coalition believes that the, the approach to fixing the child care crisis must be comprehensive. We need to focus on families, businesses, and workers. Uh, and with the child care workforce fund, you know infusing. Um, 
infusing um, wage, increasing wages for workers without that additional investment, that high-level investment to recruit, retain, and grow this workforce. Uh, our already fractured childcare system is not sustainable. We also know that the child that childcare is a labor issue that is unique and that it affects all other workforces. You know, and like other businesses in North Dakota, childcare providers struggle to recruit and retain workers. And we see this childcare workforce fund as an important piece, as a big piece, uh, as part of all of the solutions that need to be brought forward um, to coming into the the legislative session next year. This uh, the child care workforce fund, uh, you know, is going to be one of those topics. I, I have no doubt that it is discussed at length uh, because, well, it's going to it's going to take money. When you hear fund, okay, that means funds are going in that we're going to be paying into this. Uh, what was discussed? Was there some ideas as to how those funds will be funneled into this child care workforce fund? Yeah, so we were looking at about one hundred and fifty million dollar investment, annual investment for into the child care workforce fund. Uh, we also would want to see them that would be state funded, you know, through legacy fund earnings or any other funding mechanism sources on an annual basis. Uh, we would also want to see sort of um, like an oversight committee of child care workers, providers and community leaders who are working very closely with legislators to set the criteria for this fund. Uh, and to and we've we've intended, you know, we've left out specifics because we want the legislature to do something. They need to do something. We also see this child care workforce fund as incentivizing the early childhood and child care uh, fields as a career. Uh, we also want to see state funds that support the training and professional development, the training and professional development of child of the child care workforce. Um, you know, we we know that child care workers are doing. Um, hard work, and they are doing impactful and meaningful work, uh, and they are not just, um, you know, child care workers are not just glorified babysitters. They are teaching children, uh, the state's children, very important milestones. Uh, you know, what, what you just said, Zach, and Zach Packenau was our guest, and we're talking about the Child Care uh, Workforce Fund that, that stood out as someone who's been out in that legislative body, having the framework but still the wiggle room to, to kind of put the pieces together as we see fit in law, I think should be welcomed out there. So I think one, that's very smart. The fact that, all right, we, you know, we, we're the experts. Here's what we'd like to see. Now you're tasked with trying to really, you know, connect the dots here. And it, it, they've got the tools to do just that. They've got the funds right there. And I know Governor Burgum announced his budget earlier today. And I'll be curious as I uh, go through some of the line items, what he included, if anything, for child care workforce funds. I know it just got rolled out later or earlier today. Pardon me. Don't know if you've had a chance to look at that, uh, but it, it doesn't seem like an outside group coming into the legislature saying, Hey, this is exactly what you got to do. Here's what we would like to see. Here's what we think it would take. Now figure it out. Is that kind of the impression I should be walking away with? Yes. Yes. I mean, this coalition is, is um, organizations. It's uh, child care workers, it's child care providers, it's parents and families, it's people from across North Dakota who want to see something um, innovative and big and bold done for the, uh, the for child care in North Dakota. Uh, you know, coming back to the governor's proposal and his budget recommendation, you know, we he's definitely shining a light on the dilemma that parents, providers, and communities are facing when it comes to accessing child care. But what his proposal is really missing is the centerpiece of the solution, and it's failing to address the child care workforce shortfall, and it's failing to increase wages for child care workers in North Dakota. I'm curious, and this is a little in the weeds here, uh, but I think people that live in these uh, two separate parts would understand why I'm asking the question. When when you were having the conversations with uh, the workers and families, did was there anything noticeable, noticeably different in responses from people that live in a small town versus, say, Fargo or West Fargo? 
Uh, no differences other than there are no differences. Uh, and the big thing is, is that everyone, everyone is impacted by uh, accessing um, child care, okay. whether people want to stay in the workforce, uh, you know, and, 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 and see how and see how child care impacts their lives, whether they have children themselves or not. Chances are they know someone who is impacted by the child care crisis. And so we know that a better child care system really is in reach for North Dakota. It requires a deeper investment, a comprehensive approach, and bold, innovative solutions. Uh, and we're hoping that uh, the legislature takes this up, too. Zach, there's going to be a bunch of these type of questions. And I know that you're uh, one of the conduits that helped organize this uh, and those providers that might be able to better answer are, as you pointed out, you know, doing the job right now. But I, I get questions all the time when we talk on child care and the lack of pay for uh, those, those workers that are taking care uh, of these children. It still seems to be quite expensive on families right now as it is. And they're wondering, well, if I'm paying so much to have my child in child care, where's the money going if it's not going to the person providing the care? Uh, have you heard much about that? Do you have any insight on that? Because I just know... Uh, with the phone lines letting up and this text up, those are the type of questions I'll get. Yeah, and what we've been hearing is that a number of the, the expenses for child care workers and providers goes to operating expenses, and then it goes to wages, and then to um, like food, et cetera, for, for the child care centers. Uh, looking at the median wage across North Dakota for a child care worker uh, in 2021, it was about $11.19 per hour, so that's just barely hovering above poverty level for a family of three. We did some additional research with the North Dakota um, labor market uh, statistics, labor market information, excuse me, and the lowest paid child care workers in the state, so the bottom, let's say 10%, make just about $8.86 per hour. And those highest paid workers are the top 10% in North Dakota make about $14.63 an hour. And again, judging by North Dakota's living wage standards, uh, a single child care worker with one child would need to earn about $10 more per hour to earn a living wage um, in North Dakota. And, and that's where that gap right there is where we're talking about in part this child care workforce fund where that can come into play to, to kind of have that supplemental wage, correct? Mm -hmm. okay. Yes. Uh, and the other part, before I let you go, and i got to get a weather update from Tutel Tom, we didn't dive a whole lot into the incentivize the early childhood uh, career. And I'm curious, what was discussed? Like, What could be the incentive? Was that flushed out or is that something that legislative bodies going to have to figure out? Yeah, we would. Well, we want to see the child care workforce fund help to increase worker pay again through those state supplemented wages. That would also factor in time and service and professional development because you know many child care workers are already doing uh, have worked in the child care field for a long time and they're already taking those uh, professional development courses. We want to see state additional state funds again to continue the support for training and professional development of the child care workforce. And when we see that happen. We know that there's going to be a strong and stable child care market in the state where educators can rely on increased wages and programs can effectively uh, plan their budgets. And then we know that that kind of stability will attract and retain more qualified work, uh, qualified educators, regardless of the age of children that they serve or the setting uh, in which they work. Very good. Zach, what did I miss before I let you go? You get us a weather update from Too Tall Tom. I, I think, again, I do want to close before I let you go, and I'll give you the final word, is uh, the fact that it was the workers, those families, the people – you know, that live this providing some solutions or an opportunity to have some solutions, I think carries a lot of weight, or at least I hope so, out in the legislature. It should. Final word goes to you, Zach, before I let you go. Yeah, thanks, Tyler. So, you know, the Child Care Workforce Fund is one major critical uh, step toward increasing access to affordable quality child care. 
uh, and improving child care in North Dakota is a common sense bipartisan solution, and it's a super essential for strong families and a strong economy in the state. Very good. Zach, I appreciate it. We'll be following along as this does make its way, hopefully, through the legislative session. All right, you take care. Until the next time. Thanks, Tyler. Yep, yeah, bye. But Zach Pakenow, he is uh, part of the organization that got this uh, conversation going, the Director of Outreach and Programming, uh, the North Dakota Voices Network. Get you this weather update from Too Tall Tom. I have got a number of text messages. If you are on hold at 237-5948, you stay there, and I'm coming back to you right after this weather update right here on KFGO. At 23 on the verge of spontaneous combustion, woe is me. But I got-